Nah, man, let's let's get it cracking, bro. <laughs> Got a little bit of the the brandy in the system. <laughs> I need some fucking eggnog. That's what. I, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Getting started early, I see. <laughs> Getting started early, I see. You don't, nah, bro. You don't get the eggnog with the brandy? Nah, I, I don't do eggnog with nothing. Wait, I heard you mention on your on your shit that uh that it's like fucking uh what what did you say it was? Eggnog like it's like horchata. Well, it looks like horchata, so <laughs> when I see eggnog, like that's how I want it to taste, and right. that's not how it tastes at all. Oh my god. I ain't even had eggnog in a few years though, but I just remember the last time I tried it, I was like, this is not what I was expecting. It's just nasty. That shit is fire. <sighs> I, oh. Niggas swear by it. Henny and eggnog and whatever liquor niggas like. No, but. you got to get the brandy. That's why some niggas like, I mean, the E&J, the Irk and That Jerk. was my first time ever having E&J right now. <laughs> the world is now supposed to know I'm over here drinking E&J, nigga. We <laughs> <laughs> took the fucking horns up, man. Y'all niggas got to be hot. Nah. <laughs> and I had to I looked at the nigga like yo are you good bro like <laughs> I've been listening to the pod I thought you was in a better headspace like <laughs> no nigga my life is in shambles bro <laughs> what the fuck y'all ain't fucking peep yet nah. I've only been talking about depression the last 16 episodes my nigga. I know <laughs> oh my god yo I'm gonna start this shit man nah get it set it off right hey bro. guys man y'all know what the fuck it is man Y'all know what the fuck it is, man. Welcome to the If I Let You Tell It podcast, episode 17. It's your boy, Mike Fresh, Mike Sesh, and we got a special fucking guest, nigga. We'll give you some fucking bombs, too, nigga. Uh, I throw some more fucking air horns for you, nigga. We'll give you some more fucking sirens, nigga. Nigga, why not? Run it Let's up for your boy. It. Run it up for your boy. All the sound effects, nigga. So we're going to introduce him right. You feel me? Let's do it. Hey. Act right. Question is, can, can I, I get, get some? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Act right, bitch. When I see you in the spot, you just act right. You know what I'm saying? If you by the fucking arm, don't be looking at a nigga crazy. Just get with the digits and be the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Let me break it down for y'all. It was just one of those days when I wanted to catch sun rays. Fun to get blunted on a Sunday afternoon. Nigga, babe got room. Grab the gap for misbehaving. I got so many questions to ask y'all. Nah, bro, this has been. This has for sure been at least two or three years in the making, I feel like. Dog. We gonna fucking talk about it. We gonna get into shotgun, it. baby, I be posting all the world in the ride. Sipping 151, they gave me too much pride to back down. Soon as we get to the beach, I'ma put my fucking Mac down. I'm playing lead, not the background. It's time to put Bronson on the map now. Walk with my hand on my Johnson crack smile. Cutest people my style. If I don't get some act right, I'ma have to act wild. Blunt in my left hand, drink in my right. Strap by my waistline, cause niggas don't fight. Sucker free for life, so you better think twice. Yo, 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 we got my nigga Dom, man, from the fucking Act Right Podcast in the motherfucking building. Let's fucking go, man. Oh, much some motherfucking air horns. What's <laughs> good? What's good, bro? Nah, that was the perfect <laughs> that was the perfect intro. Yeah, man. What's the fucking deal, dog? 
nothing much, man. Just represented half of the Act Right podcast. Shout out Bree, man. Yes, big Damn. shout out. Nah, Fuck. man, we gonna have to run it back. Yes, to get us all on for yes, sure, for sure, for sure, man. Nah, man, but super, super happy to be here. Super honored. You know what I'm saying? Like we said, this I feel like it's been a long time in the making. Yes, and for sure. We 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 about to get into it though, man. We gonna unpack it all for sure. Yo, man, I wanted to start off um, this episode with um, a rest in peace to Tommy, Tiny, Lister, you know. Mm. Um, Everybody knows him as Debo from, you know, Next Friday, um, Zeus, um, you know, he was in, uh, what was that movie? It it wasn't the the Sixth Sense. It was, what was that movie with fucking, I said the Sixth Sense. (laughs) (laughs) What was that fucking movie, dog, with Chris Tucker? Uh, ah, fuck it, man. Just never. I mind. don't know. Don't but, ask me about but, but movies. Fuck like, it. I'm fuck trying. it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I should have had my fucking notes up ready, but you know, big fucking impact on you know black film and legendary fucking actor, legendary person, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like Friday, man. Like when you look back in that movie, it's like four different people that have passed away. Um, you know, you got Pops, John Witherspoon. Um, you got. Debo, you got um, Bernie Mac. Um, didn't the uh, didn't the, uh, the 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 small person living across the street didn't he pass away too? Like on some nut shit. Maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I've been I haven't really done like my my research too much, but yeah. um, yeah, man, this shit is, you know, 2020, man. Like, what can you fucking say, dog? It's yeah. Yeah, and it kind of is is starting to get to the point where it almost comes off as like cliche every single time. Like niggas can't stop saying like, "Bro, twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. like twenty twenty is this, twenty twenty is that." But it's just like, bro, it has been unrelenting, like on multiple <laughs> levels, dog. Like, come we only on, got dude. like a couple weeks left, and this shit just won't. Put well, the- I mean, we thought we was in the month of December, so it's like, damn, niggas, let's just finish this month out strong, and then boom, like. You know what I'm saying? And what makes it worse is, you know, he died to COVID complications. You know what right. I'm saying? And I think the story that I seen or heard was he had it like earlier in the year, mm-hmm. recovered slightly, and, you know, the symptoms or whatever just kind of came back, like with the vengeance type. And so super mm-hmm. unfortunate, man. You know, definitely shout out to everybody that's been affected directly or hell indirectly by this shit you know uh it's been nuts and that's the thing about covid is that you know that's why it's something not like it's not something to fuck with because it affects everybody differently Mm -hmm. you know like it's been something you know they said that people who are high risk they are normally the people who normally pass away or in real danger of you know being in some type of like critically in danger Mm -hmm. um but you've seen some people who didn't even have any real health issues and have been passing out like they had um you know, I, I think it was a college basketball player. I, 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 and I'm going to find this name right now because I don't want to be disrespectful. Um, but just passed out on a court this, this past weekend. like Oh, just, like actively. Just fell out. You oh, know what I mean? Shit. So um, let me find his name, though. Um, like he, he passed away on the court no, or he no, passed no, no. out? Like, he passed out. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, damn, what was his name? Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even catch that story. That's fucking. Nice. Uh, uh, Kenyante Johnson, Florida, okay. from Florida. Um, yeah, he's hop- hospitalized, but they said that he's in critical condition, but he should be. They said he's gonna be okay, but I'm, I'm not too sure. I haven't really looked into it too much, man. Mm. But it's just, man. 
Yeah, then my fucking my brother called me on the last episode mm-hmm. and he got COVID, but mm-hmm. you know, them niggas over there taking shots and shit. <laughs> they get they like nigga, we quarantine well, it, whatever. One like, of my uh one of my student workers, him and his whole family got it. And he was like, We have like super slight symptoms, so like mm-hmm. no one's going through it right now. Um, which is great, but even like one one of the a girl I used to go to high school with, um, she said that she had got it and like she overcame it, but she still periodically loses her smell and taste, mm. uh, like just randomly. That's so wild. Though. Yeah, no, it's. Do you think it's something that out? Do you think it's something that just like lingers in the body after a while? Like, bro, I, nobody knows. I, nobody fucking. <laughs> I, I wish I was whatever they call them, epidemiologists or epidemiologist. whatever. You know what I'm saying? I wish I fucking. I wish I knew like. But that's just what makes it so like problematic is just because it truly you you get it, be asymptomatic and skate through it like nothing. And then, you know, you still have stories like 3000 people a day are just dropping. So it's like everyone has to draw their line somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like we all pick and choose kind of like how to maneuver. But, you know, you just got to try your best to be. As responsible as possible, you know what I'm saying? Try to be around people, quote-unquote, that you feel like you can count on to just be honest about mm-hmm. how they're living. but And how they feel. And, and how they feel. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's a lot, bro. It's you, a lot to consider, man. You about to be the first in line for that backpack, huh? That backpack <sighs> 1.0? You about to be the first in line. The fucked up thing is, it's not gonna hit. Is we everyday people is not gonna be able to get that vaccine right away. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna give it to all of the, the healthcare workers, the healthcare workers, the fucking government, everybody in the government. You know what I'm saying? And kind of quote unquote high priority people, like whatever Which that means. Well, uh, it's understandably for healthcare workers. For sure, I feel like that is high priority. People. No, no, that is <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. But it's like. I don't know. Like, and people who are. Like, I understand people's like apprehension about it. Like, right. I'm very much like, I get on my Dr. Umar shit quick. Like, I <laughs> I know about, you understand, the Tuskegee experiments and, yeah. you know, historical issues that black people have had with the healthcare system at the same time, though. There's really no other solution. There's really no other solution. And at a certain point, yeah. you're going to have to, like, find find a way to compartmentalize like okay what we think of the government and then like what's actually going to save the majority of people's lives so mm-hmm. everyone who's on the fence about the vaccine or whatever um you know i really really encourage you to do your due diligence you know what i'm saying don't just take twitter at its word or right. whatever do your due diligence and if you're fortunate enough to have family in the medical health profession like ask them niggas because it's going to very soon, just like all of the other multiple vaccinations that niggas have to get just to go to school, like it's going to fall before. in that. It's going to fall in that category very quick. That's that's why it's scary to me, man. This whole year with this uh this pandemic shit has been scary for me. And I've said it before, you know, with my son having sickle cell disease. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, I'm not it, it doesn't appear to have really affected kids that much as mm-hmm. adults. Mm-hmm. Um you know, from the from the reports we're saying, but mm-hmm. uh, even with a vaccine, it's scary. Even because I don't know much about the vaccine, and then you giving it to you know my son who already has, you know. But that's the thing. I, from what I've read, 
the vaccines that are going to be that are actively being shipped out today and through the rest of the next week, like mm-hmm. they're only approved for people 16 and older. Mm. So okay. the youngins ain't even they ha- they haven't even got that far yet. Oh my God. And I guess it's good that, quote unquote, you know, the youngins aren't as adversely affected as right. older populations. But shit, thank God they're not. because <laughs> That's interesting, though. Yeah, it's only for 16 and up. But that's interesting about like the youngins not really being affected by it compared I, I to don't know. other people. It's weird. It is weird. That is strange. It is weird. But it's not to say that they're 100% not. No, of course. But um, it, it just goes to show like how big of an issue this is. Like, And I think it, it, you know. We constantly have to, like, just walk through the world, like, like when I, like, when I stop to think about it and I actually, like, process, like, okay, they're saying about damn near 300,000 people in our country alone have died. And they're saying saying, 3,000 a day. They're saying more people are dying every day than died in 9-11. 300, we have, you know, (laughs) 30-some percent of the world's deaths in this, and it's just, like, Bro, we haven't, we have, at least for niggas like me and you, we haven't lived through any single event in history that has killed this many people in this amount of time. Right. Ever. Like, they're talking about, like, nigga, we're even surpassing, like, the death count for World War II and shit. Like, that's nuts, nigga. That is nuts. And it really sucks because it just, it truly could have been prevented. (laughs) Like, I think that's That's the worst thing about it. (laughs) That's what annoys me. Fucking Australia is out there having festivals again, man. Bro. <laughs> they out there cool. Niggas they haven't in, had a case in like eight a- months. Niggas in Asian countries are, are lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas, like even there's places like even in Africa that are doing way better. Like right. we're unequivocally like the worst in the world right now. And it's like. I mean, it's not really surprising. It's, it's because not. It's such a fucking dick swinging contest when it comes to so much in this fucking government. Like, you know what I mean? Like. The people's fucking health and our priorities and shit are, like, always put on a back burner on some political shit. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what fucks us up the most compared to they, they try to put us as a country that's so progressive. And, yeah, we are in certain elements, but, dog, we <laughs> it's fucking it's laughable. We're supposed to be the quote-unquote number one but country in the but world. That's, but but like, that's the ironic thing with all these white motherfuckers is that, yeah. you know, they want to rep so hard for America. Right. America this, America that. What did he want? Yeah. And it's like, nigga, like when it comes to quote unquote the develop, like we're ranked worse in damn near every single category when it comes to like developed countries. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's all just super, it's just all superficial. Like these white motherfuckers just literally don't want niggas in. <laughs> other non-white <laughs> folks to just have nice things like niggas just don't want other people to have nice things in this country and it's a culture issue really mm. it's a like we ain't even we don't even argue politics like no. you know what i'm saying when you look at shit that's coming out of you know these leaders and shit like we're just arguing about shit that really don't affect people's day-to-day lives like people need money right. people need health care and we talking 1200 <laughs> for 10 months bro <laughs> 1200 nigga like and i ain't even gonna stun nigga when that first stimmy came through 
when that when that first thing he came through and I got the child credit nigga the extra five <laughs> Hey, yo, yo. No, no, cause me and Jazz both got the twelve hundred, and, yes. and she had uh, cause we both claim. Well, she claimed one kid, I claimed you, the other kid on the taxes. Done and so done. So we both got the extra done shit, man. Nigga, look at all. Shout out to the child tax credit, straight up. Dog, <laughs> man, I'll tell you. No, that was the easiest seventeen hundred I slid into the savings account. <laughs> Shoot, didn't even look at it. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna do a transition because I have a question for you. I always wanted to ask you this. Shit. I probably did ask you this before, actually. Uh, nigga, why don't you have an Instagram? <sighs> Come on, man, give it to me. Pause. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the real. So back when Instagram first started, like Instagramming, right? I had an Instagram. It was cool, whatever, but. Honest, honestly, I had to get out of it because yeah. I got my baby mom's pregnant mm-hmm. and Instagram was just back then way too much temptation for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and bro, like, I swear to God, like the third or fourth time I got caught up, I was just like, this app is nothing but the devil. That nigga, Deleted that shit with the quickness. I couldn't algorithms, do, man. I couldn't do it no more. Dog, my fucking algorithms are fucked. I couldn't dog. do it no more. And it was the era when, like, linking up and smashing off of social media was like, was, yeah. Because, like, now you just had contact to niggas in different cities in a way that you never had before. And there was no such thing as screenshots and shit. That's like. how I ended up at Daddy Bro. So. Mmm. all bad man all bad so really since i deleted instagram back in like 2013 i haven't (laughs) i haven't been back since this nigga got the fucking waviest hair you will ever fucking see in the any nigga that ever came on my motherfucking podcast (laughs) but nigga don't want to have an instagram get the fuck out of here bro i'm i'm telling you and now like instagram just seems like all I see is people on Twitter talking shit on Instagram now, like the it's way terrible. it's the way it's set up. Bro. But then outside of that, like, bro, I am not, I'm not a fashionista. I'm not a jiggy nigga. Like, right. I can't serve niggas fits. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that's, selfie king. Dog, that's one of the reasons. So it's I like, because they be like, dog, like, we like niggas like Dr. Dre. Nigga pull up with the same fucking black on black. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wear black, red, and like sometimes you might catch me in gray or white. But right. <laughs> anything I outside of that, that color spectrum, like forget about it. Dog, I've gotten killed so many times, like on like my choices of fits and shit. But it'd be like I don't get dressed for people. I don't like I don't even get dressed for myself. I get no. dressed for comfort. Yeah. You know 1, what I mean? Like I like I literally just I'll walk out the house with just like a straight up t shirt, maybe some jeans, maybe some mm-hmm. sweats. Like I'll throw on some some fucking slides. I'll even throw on like a fucking beanie or something and just keep it pushing, like. Bro, if I, if I this if I look presentable, like if I look presentable, right. like I got the very simple color coordination going right. on, like that to me, I'm dressed, right? Like, yeah, take it or yeah. leave it. <laughs> and for me, any like any picture you probably ever see of me in some real like fly shit, trust and believe I didn't buy that shit. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm an avid. You know what I mean? I'm an avid like. I'll let my girl buy my clothes. Yeah, like, hey. <laughs> or women in my life in general. Like, I don't give a fuck. And most times than not, like, any women I've probably dated 
has always that's kind of accurate when I think about this shit. Like every single one of them has been in some type of like fashion type shit. You know what I mean? Mm. They've always been into like clothes mm. and just like appearance. Except one. But I, yeah. I don't know, bro. I, I have no shame. I don't got no style. I can't dress. You know what I'm saying? I color coordinate black with black. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all, that's, all, that's all I got for you, niggas. Like, that's, what, what do niggas got to do to get you back on the ground, man? <sighs> Bro, I'm telling you, it's it's. I feel like it's the ship has sailed. Like my window to mm. get back on the gram has sailed. Cause mm. then I gotta like get my followers up again. That's and, what fucked me up, bro. And I'm not trying to look at you, niggas. And I know damn sure <laughs> niggas ain't trying to look at me, like. <laughs> Yo, Y'all know I give a fuck about what Dom got going on. Yo, like, <laughs> that was my biggest thing. I was known as the nigga that always deleted his social media. Because, mm. like, I need social media, especially using, like, I'm, I have a podcast. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got to promote it somehow. Um, That's literally the only reason I got back on Twitter. Right, right, right. I was right. on, like, a like an eight, eight nine-month hiatus. I was out, bro. Minute. Yeah, I was gone. And yeah. I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm about to start a podcast. So yeah. I got to kind of be a little tapped into what's going Something, on, you, you know? Because like, I'm t- like, with with social media, this shit is like, that shit just gets draining after a while. Like, you sit, you literally realize you sitting there and you just scrolling and just looking at other people, like, what they're doing in their lives. Yeah. I fuck with Twitter, Twitter, though, only because it's just like, it's just dialogue, you know, about, like, shit. It's funny as fuck, too. A lot of shit is funny as Th- fuck. On that's there. probably <laughs> the best feature of Twitter. It's like, it's niggas are... Funny. <laughs> it's sick how funny these niggas are on Twitter. Like people just be saying the right. nut, the most nut ass shit. But right. bro, it's hilarious the memes. Yeah. But for me, I think like when I first uh, got off of Twitter, it was because it was just information overload. Right. Like not even of just other people's lives because mm-hmm. it's like for the most part, most of the people I follow on Twitter are people that I know mm-hmm. have known. So it's like I don't have a problem seeing what y'all are doing in your day to day. Like right. that's cool, but. Like the news, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, become the, it's become the newspaper. It is my newspaper. Yeah. Like a lot of times that is how I use Twitter, but it had got to a point where like I just felt like my attention span was going so low mm-hmm. and I was getting scatterbrained. I'm having all sorts of different daydreams and thoughts and I'm just like, look yeah, at this, look at yeah. this. Oh my God, like I got to know this. And so I was like, bro, I just need a break. Like I needed to like fucking pump the brakes. Bro, man, this shit is... Yeah, because I find myself even, like, um, I put myself in that little screen time shit, mm. like, when you're in your settings. Mm. Like, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I cannot exceed this amount of time on See, my I'm phone. not even that disciplined, so that's like that's I, pretty disciplined. I try to do that only because I real like, one of my kids be over here, like, I don't want to be fucking neglecting my kids and scrolling through my phone yeah. like, all damn day, like, or even just giving yeah. them a fucking device and be like, all right, now you scroll <laughs> just so they can stop bothering me. Yeah. Like, now I want to be more interactive with my kids in real time. You that's know what, what I mean? that's one of the things that I'm working on. Like yeah. for me, when I had my daughter, like when she was a, a baby, like mm-hmm. zero to three, like those were low key to golden years. Like okay. she was a, a great baby and she's always seemed like a little bit above her mm-hmm. age. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, so right. it was great. Like she was, my fucking road dog. Like when me and Bree used to live together, bro, like mm-hmm. man, we just pick up and roll. Like mm-hmm. and she just in the back seat getting it in. And then now it's like she's six and it's just like, bro, mm-hmm. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> like <laughs> like, bro, leave I don't wanna talk about that shit. I don't wanna play with dolls. I don't, I don't care, wanna bro. do none of that shit. And then I just be like, bro, like 
you're her dad, nigga. Like, this is your job. Yo, it's a struggle, though, You know bro. every time my son that came up to me, it was like, daddy. And I'm like, what? He was like, I just don't know. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? Get on my face with that weird shit. But then you really catch yourself. And that's the, that's the man, I'll be trying to talk to my friends who don't got kids. And they always be like, why are you talking to them like that? Like, they don't dog, get it. Every, I deal with this every fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah. And it's nothing against, it's not that I hate my kids or anything. No, of course not. Like, it should be like, it's like with anybody that, that would be in front of you all day, every day talking to you. Like, dog, leave me alone. The mature thing is, is now that my daughter is older, like, I mm-hmm. feel myself literally, like, actively thinking, like, bro, I am so selfish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I don't even be doing shit. You know? right, <laughs> like right, if I day to day, like outside of work, like I'd be chilling, but I'd be like, fuck, man. I'd be feeling real selfish. Right. Like when it comes to sharing time and mm-hmm. as nut as it sounds like sharing time with your kids or like not just being in your kids present, but like literally being present while right. you're there. And it's like it makes it makes them it's though it means the most to them, especially like when they get older. Yeah, they're gonna look back on those times, man. Because it, it, if you don't give them that time or that, you know what I mean, like that relationship, they're gonna venture off and find that in something else, and mm-hmm. it might not be the best shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And dude, I struggle with it, bro. Like yeah. straight up, I struggle with it. Sometimes I have really good days, and then other days, like she'll say like a whole sentence to me, and I'll just be like, wait. <laughs> yeah what did you just say right you know so it's something i'm trying to maneuver throughout fatherhood because lately it's definitely been yeah. like an honest struggle like i tell niggas straight up like bro <laughs> i commend you man i commend you black easy. man <laughs> hey man we black fathers you know what i'm saying we Go ahead and give black fathers an air come horn on man quick. i'm gonna give us an air horn don't even worry about it jesus fucking christ man so outside of that Let's get into it. E42 short. Just fucking announced, man. Versus battle, December 19th, Saturday. Fucking Bay Area. Bay you know Area. what I mean? This shit is about to be crazy. But before we get into that, I just did a whole Keisha and Ashanti set for y'all niggas at the beginning of my last podcast just for these motherfuckers to not perform. God damn it, man. <laughs> Ashanti, fucking Ashanti. <laughs> hey, hey, Ashanti. I hope you well. I hope you. I hope you. You know, get through. I mean, I'm saying this like she's gonna listen to this fucking. Podcast. She don't fucking know you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> in the pr- in the prayers that you sending up for her, nigga. Her God ain't listening, nigga. Niggas, <laughs> <laughs> niggas laugh me out the room. Her God ain't listening to your prayers, nigga. She don't have no idea you're wishing for her well being, and she don't care, nigga. <laughs> No, let's just keep it a bug. Like, <laughs> these niggas, these fucking celebrities get Yo. thousands of prayers up, nigga. Their gods ain't listening to us. We Holy broke, nigga. Holy shit. That's fucking hilarious. Well, um, <laughs> January 9th, my birthday weekend, they versus battle has been rescheduled, postponed, whatever the case. Mm. Um, I hope that this E42 short battle, I think that, well, I hope that they do the the necessary things prior to this battle to make sure niggas are properly tested niggas are properly quarantined before they go into this battle mm-hmm. so with that being said 
was you looking forward to the Keisha and Ashanti battle, or were you just like, eh, I don't care? I really shit. didn't give a fuck. Why not? <laughs> I just wasn't an R and B nigga growing up, man. Like, oh yeah, you was into your fucking. You said you was in like fucking like conscious hip hop and shit like that. Yeah, but like even beyond conscious hip hop, like I just kind of feel like the music I was listening to throughout like elementary school and middle school, like mm. it stuck with me for a very long time. Like that's what my dad grew up listening to. So right. the Dr. Dre's, the West Side Connections, you mm. know what I'm saying? Jay Z, Too Short, E40, Spice One, like Sugar Free. Oh, right there. They just had a um, a little topic going on on timeline today about. What is the top three West Coast instrumentals of all time? Mm. Instrumentals? Yeah. That's hard. I couldn't even fucking tell you off the top of my head. I feel like damn near two out of the three got to come from Chronic 2001. I mean, that's like the most, that's like the epitome. Yes. You are now rocking with the West. We don't fuck with the stress. This probably for sure. Who banging? And we got thousands. So fuck what you claiming. Straight up, that is funny that you, that's one of the songs that you just went to. Mm -hmm. Because, bro, like when I tell you, like, if. One song could describe like my musical taste growing up. That was it. Oh, that that was it. Like, bro, my dad is like one of the biggest Ice Cube West Side Connection fans Man. ever. So, so growing my mom. So yeah. yeah. So growing up, bro, like that was constantly in his fucking. That was constantly in the fucking CD player. So it honestly, I wasn't even until college until I started listening to niggas that would quote unquote be considered my my generation like. I was real, like, real, real reserved with my music mm -hmm. growing up, especially, like, throughout high school. I'll see. Yeah, we was, like... I was the boom bap nigga in high school. Like, that's what niggas called see, me. See, niggas called me the R&B West Coast music homie. Because <laughs> my bias has literally been West Coast bias or R&B bias. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, because I've I never really been a big, like, New York hip-hop nigga or, like, boom bap shit. And not until, like, recently. Like, mm. the last fucking now, six years. Like, Tribe Called Quest and Wu-Tang Clan, like, throughout high school, you couldn't tell but me shit, But that was different, nigga. though. That was different. The reason why Tribe was different, not Wu-Tang, because I didn't get into Wu-Tang until later. But Tribe, mm. Tribe always had, like, that jazzy element to them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, along with, like, the Jungle Brothers, the whole mm -hmm. fucking Native Tongue uh, crew. But... Like shit like that, I always I always gravitate gravitated towards like jazzy shit and you know like things that are more instrumental like love neo soul type joints mm. like that's always been my you are a neo soul nigga Man, you fucking feel me nigga <laughs> hey y'all better fucking y'all niggas better tap in Yo, I'm no I I can't remember what fucking sparked the conversation I think I was fucking uh watching the music video with. The, the Erica Badu song where she got Andre 3000 running throughout the music video. Mm. And I was just like, bro, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm supposed to be, man. Linen, linen button up shirt, unbuttoned, dad bod, bro. linen pants on bro. the porch. Like, that's my lifestyle bro, ultimately. Check. I got the fucking fire. <laughs> the fucking I'm, fire I'm trying to say, when you walked in, nigga had the candle on. Candles like, going. This whole shit about to turn to like this little, little lounge area right yeah, here. Man, I'm yeah. about to get it set up. 
But I got a whole vision for this shit, dog. Bro. It's about to be very neo soulish, nigga. I'm Bro, telling you. I, you just need some indoor plants, nigga. In I, oh, it's gonna be a vibe. I'm about to have them hanging up right there, oh, yeah. my nigga. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, you know for the sure. fucking vibes for sure. But back to that, uh, the top three. You said two of them got to be from the Chronic. I, I would explosive, imagine. explosive for sure. Um, explosive is a fucking banger. I don't know because I feel like this right here is also part of it too. This for all y'all, all y'all, all Oh my god. Nigga, I wanna go to a skating rink so fucking bad right now. Bro, I would too, but I don't know how to fucking skate. Wait. Fuck you say to me, <laughs> bro. I don't no, know no. how to fucking skate, bro. That shit is <laughs> that shit is fucking scary, nigga. You be riding the four wheelers, bro. I can't do a damn thing. I can't rollerblade. I can't. You can get on the four wheelers, nigga, with the fucking wobble legs, nigga. And this is how embarrassing it is, nigga. I grew up playing sports, nigga. Basketball, football, soccer. I skateboarded when I was a child. I've been snowboarding, like. I cannot grasp the concept of skating, nigga. Like, <laughs> it's not much to fucking grasp, bro. I don't get it, <laughs> nigga. nigga. Said, I can't grasp it. I be trying to stop, I can't stop. I be trying to move, I can't move. I be trying to stand up, I fall, like, nigga. Bro, it's not hard. Bro, I've never learned because you never tried. Well, shit, nigga, it's too late now. No, it's not. Hey, man, you would never have made it as a fucking neo soul, nigga, man. Hey, bro, I fucking look, man. <laughs> the funny thing about skating rinks is like it would be the thing that I would do like once a year. So mm. we would go and then like when niggas are finally like almost ready to leave the skating rink, I finally get the hang of it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. It's starting yeah. to click in my brain and then I don't go for a whole nother year. So I always start back at square one. Bro, so it's just like that is the best way to listen to like uh funk music. Um bro, when I like see West niggas when I see niggas skating though, like I get jealous. I'd be like, man, that shit looks a blast. Bro, I'd be like, that shit looks so fly and fun, but bro, bro, I bust my ass straight up. Check this out. Girls laughing at me at the skating ring, like it was just never a vibe for me. This was my three uh, for the songs. Okay. I said who banging? Mm. We can freak it mm. and wrong idea. Wrong idea, okay. That's Some other niggas said G'd up. By the East Siders. Okay. I love it by the East Siders. And tonight by DJ Quick. I don't know, man. Like, that's seriously. Ooh, walk by Dub C. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, no, I don't know. I want to play that shit. Nah, y'all niggas don't know nothing about that ghetto Heisman, nigga. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, that's the type of shit I remember listening to growing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, this shit's a big Oh my god. One, two, three, four. Get you a bitch up on the floor. You gotta get up to get down. You gotta get up to get down. Walk to the way. And I'm hot because, like, bro, I feel like if you bring up Dub C in most circles, like, niggas will either just flat out not know at all or just, like, write it off as some fluke shit. But, like, bro, like, I'm 
I don't know, man. That all that type of music is always gonna have a fucking space in my heart, bro. Straight up. When I think of like the I think of songs like you just instantly know when you hear. So for me, mm-hmm. uh bro, ain't no love instant ring yes. off. Like right. you turn that on, everyone gets lit. We already said uh explosive, um that shit bangs. I feel like it gotta be some more DJ Quick shit too. DJ Quick was really cold. DJ Quick um, was really cold for sure. I don't know, man. I don't, oh shit, fucking uh, Playhouse by the Dog Pound. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, damn, man, it's a it, lot. It's a lot, bro. It's a lot. It's a it's it's a lot to process. It's just too much music, man. That's that's just what it boils down that's what to. It comes down to like to pick a definitive top three West Coast beats of all time. I don't think that's possible. Maybe the next time we all link up for the pod, we'll have like a list of some shit. Yeah. Um, I just like that literally that came out right before you came over here. But I do want to say, I think Cole is coming. I think Cole is coming soon. You know why? No, I don't know why. So I was just browsing. I was chilling. Mm -hmm. I was on YouTube. I was Mm -hmm. in my little subscription tab, Mm -hmm. you know. And I just saw like this nigga just like re-released like all his old videos. like re-uploaded all his old videos. Like mm. this past weekend, like re like reuploaded everything. So I feel like he's about to bring some more attention to his account. Like he so, had cleaned out his. Uh... I think you know how sometimes like the official videos on like other type of channels, but it's never really on the official artist channel. Mm. He got everything on his channel now, including like shit from like the warm up and fucking Friday Night Lights and shit. Mm. He's coming, bro. I mean, you know, when when niggas that are kind of in Zimba. that, <laughs> I never trusted that he called that he called himself fucking Samba, bro. I never got the parallel. I don't know, man. That nigga is weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Like, bro, like, I don't know, like, Cole, he gets all of the risk, like, he gets the respect, like, from an objective level, if you want to try and get back into this convo, if you want to try and, if you want to try and analyze Cole, like, he gets the objective respect, he definitely is one of the greater rappers that came out of that generation, Mm -hmm. you know, him, Kendrick, um, I know Drake kind of preceded both of them slightly, um, by mainstream wise, mainstream wise, for sure, um, but you know, so like, yes, that I that could be a clear indication that he has something brewing. Um, but did, I don't. What does Young Simba even mean, bro? I don't fucking know. Oh, he said he can't wait to be king, but it sounds like he got some fucking like some complex that he needs to work out. Like, oh shit! Look, one thing see, when this nigga Richard was on his fucking podcast, he said the same goddamn thing. He said J Cole has he does issue. he. Maybe in the way your homeboy broke it down, like I didn't even take it to that level. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we could say something that, you know, Cole's, you know, growing up mixed or whatever, you know, white mama, no daddy type shit was a challenge. Like I can empathize with that. Like I'm mixed, but I also I like I'm also very against like the mixed plight. Like Mm -hmm. I don't like hearing other mixed folks talking about their plight like nigga. Get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> Get all that. I was too. I was too white for the black kids, and I was too black for the white kids. Like, fuck all that shit, nigga. I grew up with a white mama, nigga. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't want to be dismissive to other people's experiences, but it's just like I remember growing up thinking of certain things like because I was mixed. But like, I don't know. It wasn't like I didn't feel slighted by black folks or anything like that. So I don't know. J. Cole, I just feel like there's something weird about niggas who have, quote unquote, gained success who have quote-unquote moved to whatever echelon of artists that they want to be at, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then still just feeling like, I don't know, like like niggas ain't giving them their props. Like, you're always going to have haters. Okay, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. Sit the fuck back down. Sit like everybody now, day Hollywood. I was like that now. I'm going to show you motherfuckers how to act now. I'm going to show them how to act. I'm going to show you... I'ma show him how to act. Okay, now picture little Bobby just a younger run around with his man's hammer in his hand, feeling like a man. Come on, Dom. What track? What project is that from? Everybody. Everybody. I suppose it's called everybody. But what project is that from? Everybody. Motherfucker, I know. Hold up, what you mean? Where you been, bitch? I been in. This is merely the beginning again. What you been living? Was this some before he got signed shit? No, this is like when this nigga was like at the top of being mainstream. This, he dropped an album called Everybody? This album is the one that had the 1-800-273-8255 shit with Khalid and shit. You remember that song? Nah. It was the Suicide song. Play it real quick. You know this fucking song, man. Hold on, go 15 seconds ahead. I'm taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? Woo! I've been on a low. I've been. <laughs> you making me like this nigga less than <laughs> You playing some bullshit I've never heard before. Like. Hey, yo, shout out Logic, man. <laughs> hey, quick story, guys, for anybody that's listening. Dom We're really about to get into the mixed oh plight right now. No, let, so, I'm going to let him set this up, though. So Dom thinks I'm like the white savior of like white rappers. and uh, <laughs> The black savior of white rappers. All right, the black savior of white rappers. Um, and But Logic is a black man, ain't he? Hey, look. <laughs> Hey, I, hey, hey yo, yo, all right, wait, look, because the homie was already crying on live and shit about this because everybody's kind of bullied him out of the industry. Hey, yo, thank the- God we're, we're we're still small time to the point where these <laughs> niggas won't hear us because I don't give a fuck about none of that. I ain't going to lie, though. When he said his mom used to call him nigger, I was like, damn, like, that's nuts. My white mama never did that to me. Right. But at the same time, like, bro, like, Real niggas don't care that you look white. You know? <laughs> at all. Like real like real black people and mixed people that can't pass as your average ordinary fucking white guy, bro. Like Especially knowing considering the shit that we deal with on a daily fucking basis. Like dog. Niggas okay. don't have the space or the range to, to give, give a, a fuck. fuck about what you're talking about, nigga. And that's <laughs> And the cold part, and the cold part is that's nothing against him. Why? Because that's his lived experiences. Right. Those are his traumas that he had to go through, and all of that is valid. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, when you're trying to be a multi superstar, 
worldwide rapper right and you're going to try and excel in a genre that is created for and by black people mm-hmm. your white passing woe is me bars nigga it's not gonna it's not gonna cut. fucking ring off my nigga i right, don't right, care right. what technical ability you have bro niggas ain't trying to hear that shit i'm just not Yo. and it sucks because that is what you went through but keep that shit off your raps nigga <laughs> What he supposed to rap about his personal shit? Hey man, I don't know. <laughs> figure it, <laughs> figure it out, nigga. Use your similes and your metaphors a different way, your nigga. Fucking similes and your metaphors. I Yo. just, I just, I'm over the the white rapper who has great technical ability, so they get to shine and ascend to the top of hip hop. I'm over that shit. All right, so what's your beef with me, like in Logic? And well, all right, wait, wait. Let me preface this. Go ahead. So, I have enjoyed Logic's first two projects. Man, when Freddie Gibbs accused that nigga of jacking the inspiration for his album cover art, I was like, yeah, fuck this nigga. I think Logic has jacked a lot of things in his career. Bro, I got to know Logic because people said he tried to recreate to pimp a butterfly like that was his biggest <laughs> critique and i was like that sounds like the type of nigga that i do not want to listen wait to. a minute when did he do that i don't know i just felt what like that project was that i i have i don't know any of you logic's projects to... by name nigga. i don't know i don't think he's ever tried to recreate to pimp a butterfly that's well a maybe step. maybe they people were saying he was trying to recreate good kid i don't know yeah that's what it was okay so actually that's actually the album that i did enjoy that was his first album. It's called Under Pressure. Because the white man <laughs> has taught you to devalue. <laughs> but at the time, at the time, I didn't know who the fuck Logic really was. You know what I mean? Like, I just heard, I saw him, like, rapping on, like, different radio shows. I said, oh, this nigga, is, like, he's cool. Like, because he's actually, skillfully, he's a dope rapper. He is. You know what I mean? But I didn't know much about him, so I didn't have much to go from. Mm. So I listened to the album. I said, all right. I, it was song, one song that sampled, um, it sampled one, uh, it sampled Sing About Me. And if it didn't sample it, I, we know it. It's right here in front of me. It's the same goddamn beat. That's the type of nigga Mike is. He got Logic <laughs> fresh in his Serato, nigga. I'm trying to think. What was the name of the song, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it this one? Yeah, that's... <laughs> this is straight colonizer shit, bro. This nigga is a full-blown colonizer, bro. And like I'm not the- <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I've drifted I feel different I feel gifted I've been high So long Don't need the smoke To get lifted I've been under pressure Looking for Nikki Whenever Oh man We need to send that nigga Back to the caucus mountain <laughs> <laughs> He's a black man though His dad is black Hey that's fine bro Like Why, why, why can't we acknowledge Logic as a black man because he looks white? Because. Or because he, he tries to fight for the black acceptance? Both. I'm sorry. You're mixed. Like, if you're mixed and if it's unfortunately, like, you're the type of mix that you can't tell that you're mixed. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get the issues that you may have of, like, not feeling, quote unquote, black, black acceptance. Enough or black enough or some shit like that, yeah. But like my nigga, you gotta rock with it. Like you, 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 you have because if, if you are black, 
then do the research and understand why niggas like you have a certain amount of privilege. And right. so if you don't get welcomed with open arms into every black circle, mm. it's not a slight on you personally. It's mm. just that real niggas go through real shit. And unfortunately, yeah. in no through no fault of his own, but I'm pretty sure there's been tons of opportunities where he's utilized the way he looks. Oh, yeah. Right. And and again, that's not a slight against him because mm-hmm. who wouldn't? But it's just like when you're rapping about it to the point where you're trying to get me to like accept you because of that. I don't know. Like right. to me, as a mixed dude myself, like I just don't get the mixed plight and I'm not willing to and cut him bail be, on that. Let me also be clear. <laughs> I've always thought with logic continuously rapping about. I'm white. I'm black. I'm white. I'm black. And now that he's trying always, to all yeah, and he's trying to always all lives, bother me. Yeah, he's trying to all lives matter. The shit like that's that's what I'm saying. Is that I, I've never rocked with that right part, but I've always fucked with rock uh, rap <laughs> logic as a skillful, respected type of MC. Like logic can really fucking rap, and I've always listened to him in that element. Mm-hmm. But when I said like this first two albums, I fuck with his first two albums. I just felt like, all right, this dude can really fucking get down. But then when he started getting into the other shit and start really kind of like he's going into this campaign of like, please accept me type shit. That's when I was like, OK, this is getting a little because weird. Because the, the other side of that, like to me, it's like that's one thing that I don't really like about just artists in general mm-hmm. is that, you know. Logic is like one of the top selling acts, period. Right. Right, right. He drops something it's going to sell. He wants to go on tour. It's going to sell. Mm hmm. You want to be on the radio, you're on the radio. Right. Like, there's really no barriers stopping him, and he's gained a ton of success. Right. So you're selling out shows, your album is doing six figures, Mm -hmm. and you're still like, oh... Like I'm still too white for the black kids. Like I think it's just a bunch of like childhood trauma that he's never it is that he's never really gotten to be able to get over. You know, and it's translated into his personality translate into his music um to the point where he has gotten bullied out of the industry because he just can't he really was get not it. bullied that out of the bu- industry. out bullied. of the industry nigga, bro yeah that nigga was bullied out of the industry. out of the industry do you hear the shit that they used to say about logic every fucking day bro i didn't never hear shit about logic unless uh, niggas was talking about oh he's on his mixed plight again like no but i'm saying like for, if it was somebody right and this is not me fucking capping for logic. <laughs> Here I go with my See? fucking cape. Look. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking about it on a mental standpoint. Like if somebody is like severely dealing with depression and shit like that mm-hmm. and already dealing with identity issues, loves the rap, but realize that, you know what, man, maybe I can't really deal with this shit no more. With the so you take your multi-platinum ass <laughs> to the fucking therapist yeah. and get that shit sorted out. Go find you a black woman therapist. Maybe he has though. Then nigga rap about that. <laughs> rap about rap about how you went to go talk to a clinical black woman yeah. psychologist and you got your shit sorted out. But mm. rapping to niggas about your being white too white for the black kids is never gonna. You're never gonna get the, for the white kids. You're never gonna get that to ring off, bro. You're just not. But he, I don't even think he's too black for the white kids. I think they just consider him one of their own. Like, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's we, you know, we was having the conversation off mic. Like that's why I think Mac Miller was so fucked with. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because rest in, rest in peace, Mac Miller. 
when you saw Mac Miller, especially like in his early years, that nigga was literally walking around the park in his suburbs making music video with his white friends mm -hmm. and the two black kids that lived in that neighborhood. Like it wasn't no, dope as fuck. it wasn't no like, let me go slum it with my black friends and I got all my black friends and their homies in the back of my music video on some Jack Harlow shit. But then I also shit. wonder, like, even with Mac Miller, like with the with the kids mixtape, right? Mm. His uh, his first one, like. Off the thing, I, well, I wasn't really paying attention too much mm -hmm. when he dropped that mixtape initially, mm -hmm. right? So I always think, like, what was the comments like during that time? Because when a white rapper or a white singer comes through to it's easy for our them. shit. No, it's easy, but I'm talking about and they come through, especially with their white, their white friends and all that shit, and people are quick to say, all right, these niggas are, are you know, colonizer and shit like that. But I've never gotten that shit from Mac Miller, even... I never heard that type of shit about Mac Miller even during that time, like you're saying. Like, he was in the suburbs coming out and shit like that. And well, I also think, like, and obviously Logic is extremely talented. Right. But, like, when niggas think of Mac Miller, like, when he passed, mm -hmm. a lot of the testimonials, aside from, like, the type of person he was, mm -hmm. was just truly how specially talented he was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, truly, like. From the beats to his raps to his concepts to the way he could put it. He was truly, truly, truly talented. And also just how, how much of a great guy he was. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of that came from him not trying to, quote unquote, appease black yeah. people or right. even necessarily trying to fit in with black folks. Like, he just he's just like, shit. bro, I love <laughs> hip hop. I love rap. I love style. So I'm just going to do shit. And. Once he got the, the 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 credit, he was looking for like you know he was able to maneuver throughout the industry Make in jazz such a, albums. That bro, doing everything. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. like to me, Logic, you sampling Kendrick Lamar is not like deep or impressive, nigga. Like that's some real, that's corny. Yeah, it's corny to me. It comes off corny to me. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just over like the white boy with the hip hop aesthetic. Just getting the easy pass. Like, bro, like, it was just like we were talking about. Who is this Jack Harlow nigga, bro? Dog. And I've, I'm seeing I've niggas seen saying, like, yo, his times. album is good. Like, he can rap and whoop de wop But that's the thing about white rappers. Their technical ability is never lost. Right. If anything, they are the most technical rappers. Mm. Who gives a fuck? Who how is so? this nigga? Huh? How's the how so? I just, when you, I don't know. Because, like, the biggest standout white rappers to me, Eminem, you hear Logic's name coming up. You hear mm -hmm. niggas like g Easy. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I don't listen to these niggas yeah. extensively at all. But MGK. above above anything else, people just talk about literally their ability yeah, to, to rap. rap. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Devoid of the content, devoid of any talent musically outside of rapping. They just have good ability to rhyme words. That seems to always just be like their... Just like this. When I was just a little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy mm -hmm. things. You didn't think I was going to do it, huh? Motherfucker, we here now, because yeah. I got my cape on, nigga. Then I got a little bit Don't you worry. <laughs> I used to know this whole song. I don't know. about to rap it right now. They said I can't rap about being broke no more. They say I can't rap about coke no more. Slut, you think I won't choke no more till the vocal cords are working in a throat no more? But that's what I But see bro Like I'm the Like bro There was a point where like 
Eminem was just dope, and then he instantly became not dope to me. <laughs> and I think yeah. before Eminem, the loss of drugs, the loss of drugs for sure. Um, obviously, he was a fucking edge lord before that was even a thing, like with his content and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, shit just sound different when you got Dre standing over your shoulder. I mean, that's that's number one. But even still, even like some of his newer shit, he had like executive produced by Dr. Dre, and it would. Just it just like- doesn't ring off the same though. I think Eminem has he just has gotten so like astronomically large in the in in, in the celebrity or the hip hop scene that it's just like. You know, he is who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be solidified. Obviously, the years from, like, 98 to probably, like, 2007, right. you know, his shit was dope. Then he just started descending into that, oh, like, I'm the greatest technical rapper ever, so I'm just going to show you <laughs> guys my technical that, ability, and I'm going to rhyme that, like, stupid shit together. When he's, Like, when he first came back, I think it was um, 09, when he dropped Relapse. Like, and then the the recovery album, I fucking hated that album, but it's when he started doing like the, he's always done pop music, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like fucking Without Me and The Real Slim Shady, those are pop songs. They but are. they have hip hop elements to it where it's like, it's just like, uh, it's catchy. But that's what pop music is. But when you start doing shit like Walk on Water with Beyonce and Monster with Rihanna and Dude, my daughter loves songs that song. My daughter like, loves that song. I fucking hate that song. I can't stand it. Like I listen to the shit that he's saying, and I get secondhand embarrassment. I like walk you're just on water, but I ain't no Jesus. I think Eminem <laughs> got a lot of credit because prior to him, like who was the next great white rapper? Vanilla Ice. Like no. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like seriously, before who him. was before Eminem in the hip hop scene that was white? That was actually like, and yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna give this nigga access. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, they wasn't too. So far when off you're white, when you're when you're white, when you get connected with Dr. Dre. When you rap about killing your mom and taking drugs and you do it over a chronic 2001 beat, that shit is going to be fire, nigga. Nigga said, y'all act like you never seen a white person before. <laughs> on the floor like, Pam, that nigga said, I want to see lungs and blood coughed up. Like, first with divorce, worse than- <laughs> Yo, that nigga was going on. And he was. And like, that's cool. But seriously, I just think a lot of his praise hangs on his whiteness. I hate to be that guy. I just what, think it does. What is it, though, about like with our consumption as fans when we are introduced to an artist who clearly probably has depression issues, drug issues, some type of something of, of real substance to talk about in their music. And then they kind of get out of that space and start making more happier music that we just cut them the fuck off. I mean, that, that, that definitely <laughs> that might happened be with some, Mary J too. That might be some toxic fan shit. I'm thinking of niggas like, uh, yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, but Schoolboy Q with his Crash Talk album, yeah. like that was one of those. Your homie, your twin, your mm-hmm. alter ego, Big Sean. That- <laughs> <laughs> wait a fucking minute. <laughs> wait, wait, how the fuck I get the? 
Yo. I'm crying because I sent you a twin in your alter ego. And you was like really feeling it. Like, oh, this yeah, nigga about I was to get like, it. Where you about to go? Where you about to go with it? And this nigga dropped the fucking Sean. <laughs> you know, up. Big Sean, quote unquote, he was tired. You know, he was tired of Janae telling him to eat his ass. Eat that her nigga ass made a song and- called Zen the Fuck Out. <laughs> That nigga's been whacked since his his, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. his dark sky paradise that's, days. That's a, look, I keep telling niggas, niggas gotta. That is an album, bro. That's I've never, be... I never liked Big Sean aside right. from like a few of his features and maybe like standout freestyles or whatever. Yeah. But when I listened, I listened to that album for probably like two months, mm-hmm. and I was like, if this is how this nigga is coming, like pause, then <laughs> <laughs> I can get with it, but. Bro, he followed up with that bullshit Metro shit or in like that Janae double. I'm not with all. I'm not with any of that shit. Mm. In this Detroit 2, you know, he was so much happier in a better headspace. Like, I'm super happy for you, bro. But I feel like there still has to be a way to like make good music even in a good headspace. Yeah, I already said before, I don't want to hear no meditation raps. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just. You know, and you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want these niggas to be on the verge of nothing, nothing fatal. But I, you know, what's the most toxic shit you ever done? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, you think niggas was here to fucking pod, nigga? Who oh, fuck you think this man. is, nigga? Most toxic shit you ever done, huh? Oh man! Don't ask me the question back, cause I ain't going. <laughs> no, I got a question for you, no. and I'm not gonna ask it. Um, uh, toxic, like, bro, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was wilding when I first found out I got, uh, my baby mom's pregnant. Like, mm. we were never quote unquote officially together, so right. I did a lot of young, dumb, fuck mm. shit. Yeah, you know, using using sex to like buy you a, a week of no arguing, like bro, that was my bag. Hey, terrible hey. bag to be in. Let me just <laughs> terrible hey, bag to be in. Niggas gotta talk about that one day. Terrible bag to be in, but I mean, bro, like I was fucking, I was fucking twenty. Mm. I didn't want to be with her. She wanted to be with me, and like. Obviously, that just creates a world of fucking conflict. Right. And sex is, you know, it buys you, <laughs> it buys, buys you a you week. Time. And if you really put it on, like, might buy you two weeks of just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, forgetting what you're going through type shit. But that is some toxic shit. That, and I think every man has, not, nah, I don't want to say every man, but a lot of men, especially niggas that, um, I fucking hung around or I've seen or even like family members I've seen like niggas use sex as a tool of like the time stone my nigga Bro. like you control time like oh and man. it's so but it, it it's so stupid because it's so fickle yeah like, for sure you it's know the, it's not no, gonna solve it's going, anything you know that the end result is gonna be some real fucked up shit yeah and you just feel like well right now shit is cool so I'm gonna just enjoy the present but when that time, when that time really do come, niggas try to like to play stupid. Like, oh, why are you acting like that? Why? Yeah. You, so like, you know what you're doing. And bro. you know, like, you know, and it's it, not right. Let Let's be clear. It's let's, not let's, right. Let's, yeah. let's Let's fucking be clear to any woman that's listening or any man that's listening. 
that shit is not right, man. And you know, no, I tell, I tell, I tell people all the time. Ever since I've had my daughter, I was always straight up in the way that she came about. Like I wasn't in love. Mm-hmm. I was fresh out of, you know, fresh out of high school, a year and a half in college, fresh out of, you know, the uh, quote unquote long term high school relationship. Mm-hmm. I was on. Instagram, right? So you know what I'm saying, my nigga, like on the ground, going brazy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Nigga was going stupid, bro. You didn't have a ponytail on the ground back then. Nope, nope. I was, I was faded up, lined up. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Slashes through the eyebrows. I know what you was doing. (laughs) Never, nigga. No, let me make it crystal clear. I was never one of you give me the slashes in the eyebrows, nigga. I wasn't the part in my head, nigga. What? I wasn't none of that, bro. Nah, I wasn't. I, nah, bro. I wasn't none of that. But I was. I can see it. That was like, I was like 17. Again, I wasn't the fashy, trendy, jiggy nigga. So I wasn't <laughs> hip to all of that stuff. I barely liked going to get my hair cut every two weeks, nigga. That was a chore for me, so. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was, you know, that that's probably like one of the more toxic time periods of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah. the most toxic shit for me because I'm just thinking in my head right now. Um, even just the idea of creating a roster, right? Mm. And some men do this. I'm not gonna say all men do it. Mm-hmm. This is this was back in. A, a a part of the college experience, sure, I would say. Sure. And then even like post college a little bit. Um to this day actually. <laughs> no, not, no, no, fuck no, no. I do not got the time or, no, or the fucking the headspace oh, to deal with multiple man. women. No, no, no. Oh man. I'm just talking about more so like, you know, you're literally creating this this sense of Oh, I got this girl. This girl's gonna do this. This girl's gonna do that. This girl's gonna do this. This girl's gonna do that. Mm. Like, and you lie to all of them different girls because you know they like you, but you're literally like using their time, mm. so you can have a meal for the next week or two. Mm. You can have transportation for the next week or two. Mm. Like, you can have some new clothes to last you the next year. You know I what must I mean? have been doing like, my rosters fucking wrong then. Like, <laughs> Niggas <laughs> had holes in area codes, like. But like in hindsight, hold up. When is the first time you got some pussy that was like outside of your city of residence? Nah, nah, like what? When is the first time you got some pussy outside of your zip code? Like, and how did it change your perspective, nigga? Like, I remember the first time I hopped on the freeway for some pussy. Like, it was a totally new experience. I thought I was just on some other shit, nigga. Like, hold up. This this bitch is outside of the, the zip? Like, oh, this is different. It's different, 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 it's different,
She has the type of women toxicity that is like that's my bag. Like. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. Like she's just like the right amount of toxic. Where it's like I can fuck with her, man. Right, but she I'll gonna paint her, it like she not. That's the I'll that's the kicker. My life, man. That, oh, bro, I've been saying SZA could ruin my life since 2014. Like now, Janae, before she even went through her transformation. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> we, no, hold on. I'll go back to that question. We'll go back. Um. Oh man, like where it's like out of town, and you like you get to pull up out of town, bro. I'm just talking like 2011. Where Where did you go to high school? I went to high school in uh, what city? North Long Beach, and then I went to high school in Barstow. Okay, so when you're in Barstow, mm-hmm. and you was used to what Barstow had to offer, right? And you was able to travel outside of Barstow into something different. But I was only in Barstow for like a year and a half, though. So that Okay, well, nigga, when you started driving and got <laughs> was able to transport yourself to another city, it just hits different. Yeah. Yeah. It's something. Oh, shit. It was, was more fucked up. Now you're bringing the toxic shit out of me. What's more fucked up is the whole time I lived in San Diego. Mm. Like, well, from 2016 to... 2018 Mm -hmm. I was in a relationship with Jasmine so obviously Mm -hmm. but that even like right after that because I didn't come back out here to 2019 that whole time I was out there in San Diego I got no San Diego pussy at all and I had my own crib (laughs) so I know the backstory so right 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 but I get it but, but it's just like I think when I think the craziest thing about like out of your city pussy is yeah. like when you realize that like out of your city pussy like has mutuals that's in the city and then you're yeah. kind of like oh dang like but it's nothing like walking in like those Walmarts or like those Stater Brothers and shit or not even Stater Brothers but like some type of store mm-hmm. you can walk around and know you're not about to walk into nobody yes that's a certain level of reassurance. Or if you like, you know what I mean? You pull up on the chick, you be like, oh, we got to make a store run. You be like, all right, cool. A nigga got the arm over the shoulder and shit. <laughs> not, even, <laughs> not even worried about it. Like, man, <laughs> like the closest op is easily 30 miles away. Bro, I ain't got to worry about shit. 80 miles away from home. Nigga, yeah. we out here. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck you talking about. Nigga, you know what I came to do, nigga? Oh, man. That's that, fucking that's- funny. That is funny. Yeah, you have my fucking eyes watering, bro. That's uh, just fucking funny. <laughs> out of, yeah, it hit different though for sure. But what? Before I took this off on the wild tangent, what <laughs> yeah. was we talking about before that? I have no fucking idea, man. Well, I think we were talking about white rappers, but I'm over it. What do you think about voodoo pussy? All right, so let me give you context, please. Cause go go ahead. I'm talking about like. The super, you know, everybody like get, she actually is like a priestess type, like she practices. No, no, oh, no, okay. no. I'm talking because I've been very interested. Girls that are like really into the like zodiac astrology shit, like so, um, so much with like tarot card shit. Well, that's what I'm talking about. She's like a fucking priestess. Well, can I tell you my story? Yes, please. So uh, <laughs> this what this because I ain't gonna lie. Like <laughs> I be seeing them hoes on the timeline, and be like, yo, like read me, bitch. <laughs> Tell me my future. 
I'll do whatever. Because they, they just... Go ahead. Tell me your story. Go ahead. This would have been a San Diego chick that I would have cracked. Mm. But I'm like fucking self-destructive. And I think I probably fucked that up. So this is what happened. Went on a date, right? Mm. We went... Um, we went on a painting sip. Oh, you was on some real Neo Soul shit. Yeah, come on, man. Neo Soul, she reading cards. You know the fucking vibe. But this is before I knew that she did tarot and shit like that. Okay. So I just saw her around work. Yeah. So we ended up going to the painting sip. We had a little dinner after. Cool. First date. Done. Mm. Second date. What was the second date? I think we just went um, like bar hopping and shit like that. Downtown okay. SD. Cool, right? No. Second day, we went to Punchbowl Social. We went bowling. We mm-hmm. had, like, some drinks. We were doing mm-hmm, all this mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Third time, we went bar hopping. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, by the end of the night, it's, like, 3 a.m. We still downtown. Oof. She's just like, I'm thinking she about to call it a night. We both took a lift down to SD. I mean, down to downtown. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, all right, well, I'm about to probably go back to the crib, whatever. I ain't about to force her hand. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'll pay for the uh, for the lift. I'm like, well... Like nigga, we live opposite directions. Like, what well, you, you was gonna do that anyway? <laughs> Whoa, that toxic shit is seeping out of your pores. I tell you that. No, we didn't even get into so the money conversation. She uh, she paid for the for the lift. Took me took me to her crib. Right, mm. I wasn't I wasn't gonna question shit. So I'm just walking behind her. We get into her crib. She had a nice little apartment. Mm. I'm I'm scoping the scene. Right, got to. I'm like, all right, let me see what bottle she drink. I see the E and J apple on top of the fucking little stove. I'm like, oh nigga, I'm First about to crack. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to crack. But anyway, she was like, get comfortable. Nigga got comfortable and shit, sat down. And she came out with the wine and some weed. Mm. She started rolling up. Mm. And I'm like, oh. Mm. Get in your bag. Next thing you know, motherfucker, like. Really like poor. Dang, out. that makes me sad because I haven't been with a chick that smokes weed in a while. And mm. I'm an avid weed smoker. She's she was a big weed smoker. Mm. First thing she said, she said, You see those paintings on the wall? What do you see when you look at them? Mm. I said, mm. Got into your poetry bag. I'm like, no, like I see a nigga doing jumping jacks. Oh! Um, <laughs> See, I see a fucking CNI dog or whatever the fucking that shit is. Yo, when niggas want the pussy, like <laughs> it don't matter. This nigga said a CNI dog on the Rorschach test, like. <laughs> oh and, man! And when I looked at her, she was just looking at me like, "All right, this nigga, whatever." So she brought out the tarot cards, and then she started shuffling them and shit. And then she said, "Pull one out." And I you pulled drew the one devil. out. No, I pulled one out and she was like, Show me your card. And I showed her. She said, Okay. Start shuffling again. Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. She said, Pull out another one. I pulled it out. Same fucking card. I'm like, <gasps> She was like, Okay. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Pulled it out again. I pulled out, um, it was a different card, but I guess it's not a good combination for wherever the fucking last two I just pulled out. And she was just like, Okay. And she was like, <sighs> It's just getting a little late. <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, yeah, it is getting kind of late. I was like, because it was the sun was rising. So I'm like, you know, maybe I just like you to take a quick nap, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was just 
just like maybe I just the take a now. Quick nap. I'm like you know that's like, a classic. And she was like, yeah, you can take a quick nap. It just it's just not gonna be here. And I'm just like, oh damn. Never saw her again, and I went all out for her on Valentine's Day. Man. <gasps> oh. That's tough. I hope you listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm coming back from my Solange record I got from Okay, okay, okay. Record. Hold on, hold on. You gave her the Solange vinyl? I gave her the Solange vinyl I got from New York City. <gasps> um, I got got her a Neo uh, Saturn vinyl and uh, what was that? So you one? was really like speaking your love language to her and the tarot cards blew it. That shit said, nah, nigga. They said, watch out for this nigga. So... How many bitches like oh you pussy? I know you have some lovely ladies listening. You don't literally mean like she owes you, but metaphorically, like, <laughs> bitch, you owe me. <laughs> no, come on, talk about it. All right, yeah. There be a certain, like, because, you know, you could have the opportunity to smash and... Pour another shot of this. No. <laughs> this nigga is wild. No, because you can you can have <laughs> like obviously like, yeah I know what you mean though you're not gonna get sex every time from every chick and, and you nobody may not, nobody owes you sex. nobody like, owes not, you sex no yeah. means no period point yeah. blank for sure now that we got that out the way <laughs> now that we got that out the way you mean like when you just invested in some shit and you just like and it doesn't even necessarily mean like that you was like. You know, invested, ready to wife, but y'all was on that vibe. She was setting that vibe. That's that part. She was setting that vibe. Like mm-hmm. I'm playing the cool guy, oblivious. Yeah. I don't know you like me. I don't think you want to fuck me. Invited until... me over to your crib at three in the morning, and I'm still gonna sit like on the couch, like oh, like why am I here? Type shit. Like I'll play stupid. I've played stupid in lost pussy plenty of times, just sure. playing that role because right. I don't believe in being like i don't know like the signs that i have to be getting that it's go like need to be crystal clear yeah for sure that's yeah that's where i'm at so when the chick is setting that vibe Mm -hmm. like how many chicks owe you like that you can just i mean if we if we yeah if we keep it in the context of like nigga you you definitely like kind of led me astray you know what yes. I mean? Like you know yes. what you're doing. Like we we adults. Yes. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. Like so it's like if you invite me over to your crib at three a.m. Yes, like it's all. And stupid. you walk out in the two, booty shorts and the sports bra. Like, and two things, like we said, two things. You can sit be, right next to me. Right. You start rubbing on my fucking pan, my thigh, and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we said, two things can't be true. Even in that instance, doesn't mean that she has to fuck you. Period. But at the same time. The same shit that motherfuckers complain about about the nigga leading them on with this and that and doing all of that. That's the same shit when it comes to nigga. If you setting it up like that, I'm gonna take it that way because this is what I'm normally used to, or this is what people are normally used to before some shit happen. And 
it's been a lot of situations where I've had that happen where a girl will come through, um, you know, be super fucking sensual, rubbing all on me and shit Send like that. Send you nudes. All like, of that. You know what I mean? And then they get into the little bag, get close to you, and you going for the kiss, and they be like, move their fucking neck a little bit. Like, nah, tragic. that's not what I'm here for. And then you just be like, all right. And, it, and it's just <laughs> funny because it's... Again, never any beef, like, you but set like this up, you but, set this up. Dog. But then it's like when you just see them on the socials Ugh. or in passing or whatever, you just be like, like yeah. no, nah, like it's no beef, it's cool. But like in the back of your mind, you be like, man, you still owe me, <laughs> you owe me something, straight up, man, something, man. But yeah, shout out, shout out the beautiful ladies. Shout there. out to all the women that owe us. <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> And I'm sure, there's, there's, I'm sure a lot of I love I'm sure a lot of women feel like niggas owe them a lot. Oh, I'm one thousand percent. But it was just oh my god, that is it was just funny. funny. It just I've been meaning to have that because there's always just like it's never a lot of women, but there's mm. always just one in particular that you just be like, That's bitch, true. I'm muting you on Twitter because you got me hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> like man, like you know. But the thing is, but at the same time, just speaking for myself, I'm also like I said, I'm the nigga that's self destructive. Yeah. Like out, like sometimes I read into shit too much. Yes, and then I end up fucking just losing out on. Well, that's why I just thing. I just opt to play stupid right. until you're. You literally say like whip my dick out type shit. Literally, like until my <laughs> shit is in your mouth, like I'm like, paying playing dumb because like, all right. Cause that shit can go that shit can go left. Well, because I quick. I try not to be so self centered. Like, yo, did she say hi to me because she likes me? Right, or was she just being nice? Like you know what I'm saying? I don't try to be one of those niggas, so I just right. play dumb. But you know, there's that a there's a happens, few of bro. you ladies out there. That shit happens. And then, and, I mean, if I'm gonna be really fucking, now you take me down a deep end right now. A deeper, darker path, dog. It's a really deeper, darker path. Like it was some shit that I was accused of that didn't happen. Oh, that see, type I've of never shit. Been you know in what I mean? Situation no, before. but that's what I'm saying. But those, like, just like what you were saying yeah. about, like, shit needs to. For me, these days, shit needs to be crystal mm-hmm. fucking clear. Mm-hmm. Because if a motherfucker decides they want to, they they didn't like it, or not even they didn't like it, but they didn't like the fact that they did that. Mm. It when can it change to, into yeah, some shit. Yeah, like they will. They can do that. They can just turn and be like, this motherfucker, yada yada. And that shit hurt my fucking soul. Mm. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't find out that was an accusation until like three years like later. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, dog, anybody that knows me, dog, I ain't, I ain't on that type of time, my nigga. Like, it's yeah. been like plenty of motherfuckers that I hang out with. Like, 90% of my fucking friends are women, dog. Mm-hmm. But it just be like, that's neither here nor there on that type of shit. But it's like, that's how fast that type of shit can, can happen, bro. Mm. Like, so, I'm, fortunately, I've I've never been in a situation like that. Right. I try my best to always make sure women around me, even like just the normal women in my life that I'm not romantically involved in, like I do right. try my best to make sure like they're comfortable or safe or mm-hmm. you know yeah, whatever. Always. But no, yeah, man, that shit's scary. It's always been something like I've thought of and like you hear about, mm-hmm. and I also want to like say like. Niggas tried to like take those instances and mm-hmm. over conflate them to like right. minimize like what women go through. Exactly. Um. So yeah. definitely not that. But you know, shit like and, that can happen, and I could Im- only imagine like how it would make you feel, especially if you know in your heart of hearts, like nigga, that's no fucking way. Yeah. And then also like then when you do try to 
kind of like be like, dog. Address the situation. Yeah, and, and it, it kind of like it looks yeah. like you're shaming other people who really go through shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it'll just be like, you know, because I, I never even spoke about this publicly, but it was mm-hmm. on some private shit. Like I was like, come on, dog. <laughs> like yeah. honestly, that's that's what we're doing. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's you know, but thankfully, like that situation has also allowed me to be a lot more smart in the way I move. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like. You know, if you think about like the college era or the right after college, like niggas had, let's keep it a bean. Niggas had whole houses. Mm-hmm. And when I say whole houses, I don't mean like just, we just had hoes over there. I mean like niggas, we were the hoes. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We like, were the hoes. It was our house. <laughs> we was the fucking hoes. Like yeah. we wasn't worried about nothing but except doing this and doing that. Yeah. Like liquor and women and sex and fast food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's what it was. But like. That shit, like now, like dog, look, you you in my crib right now, bro. It's people don't come over here like that, dog, no, like, yeah. at all. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I don't trust my, especially I got kids now. My yeah. kids be over here, like mm-hmm. we ain't doing that shit, man. No, yeah, yeah, that that old, yeah. that that falls in a whole a whole other layer, right? Um, I don't know. If, I mean, we might have to save that for like see, we can we can yeah, cause like. Yeah. How have your kids afforded you to be more toxic? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you ever you ever had to hit the chick with like, yo, like, you know what I mean, baby mom's like I had to watch the kids and like they know where to be found. <laughs> oh every time you throw off shit like that, I'm gonna just do this. This nigga means trouble, bro. Let me tell Let me tell you, nigga, when Naomi was born, I was skipping class, I was skipping work, like wasn't shit you could tell me my baby's sick, nigga, like I used to get in that bag something crazy, especially for shit like work or something, like I'm not fucking going today, nigga. My baby just threw up, like Bro, yeah, I mean the, the kid bag, man. Like the excuses that come from that shit, it, it's prominent, man. Cause you can't, cause niggas know ain't gonna really be like go. You gotta verify that type right, of shit, right, like, right, right. So it's just that <laughs> we that not is, we not even go do a deep not, dive on that. Not. I just needed to put it out there. <laughs> but that's fucking hilarious that you said that shit, man. Bro, I'm telling you, man. What 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 do you got going? Cause shit, we an hour and fucking twenty something. <laughs> Damn, we've been potting. Yeah, we've been potting. I'm about to wrap it up soon, but I, I I you know anything that you know niggas need to fucking well address or anything. I will say, I guess we probably should have did this at the top, but I guess we could talk about like. Yeah. How we met, cause oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the first nigga on your podcast that like I'm like the first friend on your pod that's been on that like don't have crazy extensive history. Right, so right, 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 right. That, uh, we, How did we meet though? So what I remember is Aaron Banks. Shout out Banks. This is birthday today. Happy birthday, yes, Banks. Yes, he hit me up. He, he just hit me up the other day. Happy birthday. Shout out to him. Um I think it was your birthday. One of your birthdays probably like mm. four-ish years ago at this point now. But The tacos, vinyls, and chill? Yep. It might have been like the first one. I think it was the first one. The one we was on D Street with the pool in the backyard? Yep. Because you okay. was, it was still like you was still living like with Germ and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. everyone else. And so 
we have met. So Bree had a homegirl who had a sister. You probably know her, Shauna. Mm-hmm. So she was cool with Banks, and so we met him through her. Gotcha. And then like we was just on some cool shit, and so like it was around. Yeah, it was your birthday, and he was like, "Bro, like we at the crib. Like y'all should just pull up." Right, right, right. And we were like, "Fuck!" Like, cause back then, like me and Bree, like we were really dolo niggas. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like we. We would have people like come into our friend group, leave our friend group, but it was really just dolo. So, mm. and because y'all niggas were older than us for whatever it was worth, we mm. were just like, dang, like these are like niggas that we don't know that are inviting us to some shit. So we were like, <laughs> fuck it, like we're just gonna go, like yeah. whatever. And like we got there and it was hella cool. Like we met yeah. you, we met Jazz, uh, we met Germ, and so it was all dope. Like we was playing dominoes and like niggas just got in their bag and oh, then like. Five, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, like we just always stay yeah. connected. Like the next birthday yeah. or anytime y'all have functions or whatever, like we would just pull up. So like it instantly just kind of became cool. Like without even like being on some niggas went super the, deep shit. The fucking TDE fucking uh Nickerson Garden project. We went to concert, that. Yep. Like yep. niggas like niggas like we even like pulled up on, on you guys before. Like I think it was me, you, uh, Bree, Germs, and Jazz. Yeah, or, or was there? No, it was just you and Jazz, you, and you pulled up. It was when uh we was uh we was staying in Fontana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had just y'all both had just pulled up. I think Jazz was still pregnant at the time. Yeah, she was pregnant. Was I? Yeah, and so y'all had just pulled up on us on some random shit. So like, yeah, that's just in even like when you were living in Dago. Like I don't think we hung out once. Yeah. While you were in Dago, but it was always yeah. on that like, and it's been about seven months. Like, let me just hit this nigga up and like right. see what's good. It's always man a mutual respect type yeah. of relationship, man. Because yeah. it's like it's it's certain people where you don't have to say much to, and that actually works best for me because that's how I am with my family. That's how yes. I am with my siblings. It yeah. was like nigga, I don't talk to them every day, but when we do talk, it's a fucking pie, right? You know what I mean? Right. But it's like we talk when it's ready to talk, but it's like that's how we operate as well too. It's yeah. like nigga, like if I ain't got nothing to talk about right now, I like, I don't have shit to say, and that's yeah. and that was always cool because it's like when we did talk, it was always just like. Love, respect, yeah. telling niggas like we're gonna link, knowing damn well we're not, and like that was cool because <laughs> niggas just understood, <laughs> niggas just understood what it was. But I think yeah. what makes it interesting and why we're here now, yeah. and why I was at the top saying like this was two and three years in the making because I do remember like whenever we did have conversations, we both would talk about podcasting, yeah, and you'd be like, bro, like we should make a podcast because we used to get into our 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 angry mm. dad bag back then you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we will always say like bro like let's start a podcast like bro i'm down i'm down i'm down and then yeah. like niggas wouldn't talk for a whole year you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was and so that that was always just the vibe yeah. but that's why it was so cool like when me and brie finally because me and brie have been talking about doing a podcast right, for right, right. years like we pulled up the tweets like 2017 2016 like niggas mm-hmm. were always like we need a pot we need a pot and it was just always those things like niggas is going to yeah. talk about it but not do it and then niggas found ourselves you know knee deep in the pandemic and it just seemed like the right time and so we Bro. both dropped our shit at, at the same, same time. time and like the minute i seen your shit like the when you dropped uh the 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 trailer episode yeah episode zero. I, instantly i was just like instant salute nigga, nigga. It, like it was i was weird. so excited for you nigga. I, I text you instantly i was like bro like on some weird shit like i'm proud of you bro like yeah we've been talking about this shit that shit was wild that we literally dropped 
on the same literally week. on the same week. Like that we've been lined crazy, up. Yeah, though. but hey, man, for, for real though, shout out the fucking Act Right podcast. Make sure y'all fucking tune in. All your motherfucking DSPs, man. Straight up. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm loving like. Even with you guys' podcast, I'm loving the progression. I'm mm. loving, like, seeing you guys fucking figure it out. And, mm-hmm. like, you guys' conversation is always fucking hilarious, mm. man. And, you know, as two niggas that are, like, you can, like, you guys are not fucking, like, audio engineers or fucking, like, right. just, like, super technical type people. Right. But you guys are getting it done. And that's the most important fucking part. You know what I mean? Like, shit, like, I'm tuning in every fucking week, bro. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's straight up love. You yeah. know, big shout out, uh, to Bree. She's, she's my, my other half on the pot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like we were just talking about this on our, on our last few episodes is just kind of talking about like the progression and every mm. time we go like, okay, it's episode 15. Like, damn, okay. It's episode 16. And it's like, you that shit quick, blew by fast, huh? Bro. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily like seem like it's really been that long but then yeah. you're like instantly like damn i'm damn near 20 episodes yeah deep and so wow and you always think like man like when you listen to like niggas like joe budden and shit and they got mm. 300 plus episodes yeah. 400 plus episodes on this podcast that podcast you're like damn like how did niggas get to that point and mm. then now we're already 16 weeks in and we're just like fuck like this mm-hmm. is how and so it's a challenge man like it says statistical. Um, normally, people that do podcasts, they normally don't pass episode seven. Well, I think that the reason for that is when you realize like trying to talk with a purpose, right. like talking with an objective is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's with somebody that you grew up with and y'all can go on tangents for hours in your day to day. Like when right. you sit down and say like, okay, like let's try and record one of those tangents. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's, it's like different you're in a you different to... mindset. Cause now you're trying to be intentional. It's a production. Yes. Like instead of us just talking just straight up, like nigga, like, we have equipment and shit. Right, right. Like it's a whole production because right. all the motherfuckers going to be listening. And you want it to sound good and all that shit. But you also want it to be natural. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's so you have balance. to find that balance of like being very intentional with mm-hmm. what you're speaking on versus like, let's just come here and talk. Like, let's just come in here and shoot the shit. And I mm-hmm. think that's probably why we both enjoy Joe yeah. Budden and them shit so much is because they've finally gotten to the point where they've truly mastered that. Even if mm-hmm. we don't have shit to talk about, like we're gonna end up talking about like, some shit. They're friends and they got a um they got a structure to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the most important thing is finding something that works for you mm-hmm. and like how you normally do things. Like sometimes I get annoyed like doing air horns and shit because it's so reminiscent to the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna keep it a buck, like his podcast is a huge inspiration for mm-hmm. me to actually really started my podcast mm-hmm. and you know like and then i started doing this shit now i can't stop right <laughs> i know i hit you up a few weeks ago like bro you've been bleeding the air horns. <laughs> but, but it's but it's still cool though because yeah. like you know it's it's like anything like you if you start off with something like when niggas that start off and rapping yeah they normally sound like another nigga sure. until they really find like their own voice and yeah. shit. But I'm not saying that I purposely try to sound like that nigga. That no. no. I don't even think that we we don't sound remotely nothing like each no. other. No. But you know, like content wise and everything, like I try to keep it as uh authentic to me as possible. Mm-hmm. So I bring in different folks, different friends, or even people that I've just known for a period of time and just get different types of experiences. And that's what one thing I do enjoy about podcasting yeah. for sure. And I think 
like for for me and Bree, because we we haven't had any guests on. We definitely want to incorporate guests in the future. Yeah. But we for us, like one of the things that we kind of just went through in this past week is like niggas took a trip down memory lane, like found a whole bunch of old pictures of Mm -hmm. us like in that era of our lives. And like that's it really spoke to us because it's like that's why we do the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like even when we feel like we don't have shit to talk about, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like when you have to when you're in the post-production and you're editing, you got to take out all those. As well, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just work. But it's I think it speaks to why people don't make it past episode seven is one, because people look at people like the Joe Rogans of the world, the Joe Mm -hmm. Buttons of the world and niggas that have been doing it already for five seven plus years Mm -hmm. but also like niggas aren't doing it because they want to do it they just think it's a a quick means to a bag right 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 i'm just gonna get out here i'm gonna talk into the mic and it's gonna be super interesting and i'm gonna get a thousand listens an episode and like no like when and that's why i'm grateful like me and her started it and you know we're the because instantly like we said bro even if only five niggas listen per episode Mm -hmm. like we need to make sure that we're here potting for us first. Right. And then if other niggas enjoy what we're putting out, perfect. Yeah. And it that's what it's about. Because it's going to naturally, you're going to organically grow an audience for people that fuck with you guys. For Consistency. What, yeah. That's why you have to remain consistent. Consistency. And you guys have definitely remain consistent. Nah, man. yeah. Likewise, bro. Like, it's, yeah. it's both of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we did take off for Thanksgiving week. We did take that week off, That's but fine, it was needed. Like yeah. we didn't know it was needed, but it was needed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like sometimes you pull up, you'd be like, "So, nigga, what are we gonna talk about today?" Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, "Shit, nigga, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know." <laughs> People don't be knowing like that behind the scenes shit, man. No, it's, bro, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and, a fucking struggle, and it's just man. all about finding your voice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. trying to speak more confidently, trying to be more transparent. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like those are things that in my day to day I struggle with. So the pod is like a semi good way to practice, like trying Mm -hmm. to implement those things. And that's also a good way of what, even what you were saying, like, like we've known each other for semi how many years. Right. But we've Mm -hmm. never known each other. Right. And so when I do listen to you guys, podcast, like it does allow me to kind of get in you guys to psyche a little bit more without ever actually having to talk to you. And I, I don't know. I like yeah. that type of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I always go through like those awkward, like, uh, like I'm not going to be that nigga to just like, right, right, right. So like, let's play 21 questions with a friend <laughs> that I don't know that well. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's cool because it's like, like I said, like the respect has always been there. Mm-hmm. I definitely like think you're super dope. I care about you, jazz, your kids, like yeah. all of that stuff. But then it's like, Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. this is how Mike. <clears throat> excuse me. This is how Mike grew up. Mm-hmm. This is what Mike did in college. This is what right. Mike did in Dago, or how he was. You know, and so it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like it just kind of adds layers. So like now when we hit each other up, like right mm-hmm. getting done with the episode, it's like you know what I'm saying. It you, just it you just got puts more it, context. To yeah, it. Like, exactly. So when, like how like, even how we approach each other, you just got more context. Yeah, and like okay, I, I see what type of time this person is on. You yeah, know, so you 1, can just fill them out a lot more, man. Yeah, but yeah, bro, look, check this out, man. <laughs> this has been the If I Let You Tell the podcast episode mm. seventeen. My nigga Dom stepped in and fucking helped the boy out for a fucking episode. Man. Straight up, man. Yo, I really enjoyed this. Nah, bro, nut really? ass nigga right here, man. <laughs> I fucking enjoyed this episode, up. man. Let me give you a fucking air horn. <laughs>
Christ, man. Straight up, straight up. Yo, man, but just my flower segment, man. Just continue doing what you guys have been doing, man. Mm. You guys are doing great, man. I'm I'm a fucking fan. I listen Appreciate every week. It. Appreciate you know, it. Like, yeah, man. I just want to. I, I do want to see both of us just fucking continuously evolve and just yeah. like really get into this shit, man. And you know, like maybe even fucking just even hang out more. You know, straight up. Like, like <laughs> I feel that, like we've hung, cool. <laughs> we've hung out more in the past, you know, two yeah. and a half months than we did in the X amount of years that right, you know right. we've known each other, and that's yeah. cool too. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. That's definitely cool too, and you know, inevitably, it's just gonna lead to more content. You know what I'm saying? Content mm. for you niggas. Content, man. <laughs> well, guys, um, shit. Make sure you guys fucking like, subscribe, um, share all that good shit. Mm-hmm. You know the fucking vibes. Get niggas to the top, man. Like fuck, like tell these like, tell these niggas what's, what's hot in these streets right now. If Not you- wait, real quick. <laughs> did you get your little 2020 Spotify yeah, spotlight thing? Niggas said that we had niggas in another country listening to that us. Shit is crazy, ain't it? They said they said your shit is worldwide. Niggas in two countries is listening to it. Like like. I was- <laughs> Like the, you know, the analytics only telling me 20 niggas listen, but one of you niggas was in Europe somewhere getting that down. That shit is like, nuts. Yeah. I'll be thinking about that shit. I'll be looking at the analytics like, dog, wait a minute. Wait, what? <laughs> because you be thinking like, man, can I even name this many niggas like right. in my immediate life? But it's dope, that's man. what it's about. That's that's it's what dope. it's about. So nah, man, thanks for having me on, dude. Always. Definitely going to have to be back on. We're yeah. definitely going to have you on our shit. Yeah, um, man. So yeah, man. Fl- you know, flowers to you. Keep persevering. Keep thugging. Like I mm-hmm. said, super proud of you for yeah. finally getting this off the ground. Because even in the limited scope of what our friendship was, yeah, years ago when niggas were just fantasizing about potting, like man, you got it done, bro. So super happy for you, man. It's That's been a love. huge success. So definitely rocking with you, bro. Oh man. All right, my nigga. Yeah. Mm. Yes, sir. And that is the fucking podcast, you guys. Tune in next week. Nigga, we out here. Peace.